The audio podcast edition of Farlands or Bust is made possible by support from fans on Patreon. Visit patreon.com slash Mac to keep this series commercial free. Hello, Farlanders. My name is Kurt. Welcome back to Farlands or Bust. Welcome back indeed. Oh, would this not have been nice? Comfortable bed of large, large, expansive space to sleep in. Sure, we're still outside, but sheets, a pillow, being off the ground, sheltered from wind and rain and bears and campfires. It does look a little damp. I suppose it'd be not exactly waterproof in there, but we're pretending. Just as we are not pretending, however, this is reality in that we are really walking to the Farlands here in Minecraft Beta 173. This is episode 821 of Farlands or Bust. I have returned. Not not from a hiatus, ooh, um, but from a vacation. I want that arrow, but I also don't want to get exploded. So, oh beans, oh I beaned it up. <laughs> I really, I really uh, dropped the 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 arrow on that one, didn't I? <laughs> Never mind. Let's continue. West to the far lands here. <laughs> uh, like I said, episode 821. This one for your Tuesday, August uh, 17th, 2021. Yes, my friends, we are still raising money for charity. This time for Rise Above the Disorder. Up to 1,400. $75.14. Thank you if you've donated, continued to donate, ask questions. I mean, none of you did while I was gone. I mean, Great Scott LP did donate, but didn't provide a question. So I guess I'm just going to f somehow find a way to fill the next 40 minutes with conversation and content. Perhaps I should do so in slideshow form. Whoop, I just got turned around doing that. Um, but yeah, I I was I took a vacation with the girlfriend. The probably I mean pretty much if in, in terms of vacation terms, the longest vacation I've ever been on. A whole 14 days. I mean, I know my schedule isn't quite as regular to be able to say I took this specific amount of days off, but that was the length of the trip um, where we drove. Everybody's dri Everybody's driving. Uh, everybody, it's a... Okay, this wolfie is not going to get this big, so I'm just going to take care of it. It's a big thing right now. Nobody wants to fly in airplanes. Gee, I wonder why. So everybody's road tripping. 
saw a lot of rental RVs. Um, which, those are very expensive, having, like, very briefly looked into that, being like, maybe that's a good idea. Cha-ching! No, that's a terrible idea. Um, but yeah, we drove from Seattle down through Oregon. Our first stop was Crater Lake in the south of Oregon. And then from there we went to Redwoods, which is Northern California. Um, and then from there to San Francisco, stayed with some friends of the girlfriend for a night. And then out east to Yosemite. <laughs> I always get Yosemite and Yellowstone confused. For the reason that they both start with a Y and my brain simply doesn't have the capacity to differentiate beyond the first word or the first letter of words. Um, and then from there, went to Las Vegas, begrudgingly, <laughs> or at least I was begrudged at it. Um, and then out to the north rim of the Grand Canyon. Uh, we went through Zion National Park on our way. Uh, and then after the Grand Canyon, we stayed there two nights, went up to Bryce Canyon and stayed outside of Bryce Canyon and then went up to Salt Lake City for a night. Somehow did not catch COVID there because that town was worse than... Ooh, that town was worse than Las Vegas. Um, and then from Salt Lake City went up and stayed two nights at Yellowstone. Uh, and then uh, drove home and we just had a, like one night because it's like a 14-hour drive from Yellowstone back to Seattle, so we split that up and stayed in uh, western Montana at the Big Sky Motel, Montana. Um, and yeah, came home. So that, that's it. That's all I got to say about it. <laughs> uh, there, we did have, for those of you who don't watch me on Twitch, you're really missing out. You're really missing out. Um... My first stream back, I went through all the pictures that both myself and the girlfriend took. And it only took five hours. <laughs> it only took five hours on Twitch. It was only the longest stream I've done this whole year. Um, but that was at least enjoyable. Um, people were saying, like, Boy, it sounds like, Kurt, you really don't like camping. I've never been camping before. We did one night, a one-night camp, uh, like, at the beginning of July. Kind of just to test out the equipment and stuff. Um, and I, you know, realized some things there, but I was already, I guess, committed to doing the 14-day... We didn't camp every day of the 14-day excursion. Um... Well, like camp two days and then you know stayed at the friend's house in San Francisco and then camp two days around Yellowstone and then stayed two nights in Las Vegas and then camp two days in Grand Canyon and then camped another day outside of Bryce Canyon um, and then stayed in a hotel in Salt Lake City and then camp two days in Yellowstone um, what, am I, what am I looking for here? Ah, pigs! Murder! 
Uh, that'll do it. But uh, yeah, I think the, the the major thing that we learned from this trip, which lasted 3,950 miles, because I like reset my trip meter as we left the house. Um, we, I mean, we saved money camping, because like camping at campgrounds is only like 20 bucks, 30 bucks a night. Um, so we saved money at Menards, but did I press the, the fog key? No, I guess not. Um, but it, camping is not as fun <laughs> when a great deal of your time is spent setting up your camp, your tent and everything, and then the next day tearing it down because you're going somewhere else. So definitely in the future, we want to like choose a place to camp and then like stay there three or four nights uh, to actually use that time to like spend actually doing activities at the park or relaxing. Didn't really get to relax at all. It was a lot of driving and then a lot of camp set up and tear down and food making. Um, Dang, wildfire smoke everywhere. Yeah, that's what this is. We didn't, thankfully, I thought the whole trip was going to be socked in with wildfire smoke. Uh, but we really didn't experience it until, uh, well, like the Grand Canyon had a little bit of it. Not too bad, though. It made the sunsets very interesting. Um, but then we went to Bryce Canyon. Everything was fine. And then we stayed outside of Bryce Canyon. There's a state park called Kodachrome that has campgrounds. We would go back to that one. We kind of liked that. Um, but overnight it got very windy and then we woke up and were completely just, you know, like this. <laughs> Socked in with uh, wildfire smoke to the point where we couldn't see the penis-shaped mountains that we had become so familiar with um and then the whole drive and into salt lake city was completely camp, uh, camp, uh, campfire you know forest fire smoked in that we really didn't like salt lake city as a city sorry anybody who lives there i mean i'm not sorry for my thoughts i'm sorry that you live there um but that also might have been tempered by the lack of being able to actually see like the mountains around the city and like any of the scenery because of the wildfire smoke. Um, and then like even driving into Yellowstone, like we could kind of see, let's go to sleep. <laughs> oh, oh, the wildfire smoke. Global warming. Oh, I don't. Ha I ran out of water. Why did I start recording this episode without any water in my cup? Um. <clears throat> so yeah, the, even the drive like into Yellowstone, we went through the Grand Tetons, and we could barely see the teats. Um. And it was pretty smoky. Our first night in Yellowstone. But then the first night in Yellowstone, camping, mind you, it got even windier. And I thought we were going to die. 
because um, <laughs> it was, you know, we're in this little tiny two-person tent. Um, but that windstorm blew out all the smoke, so at least we had a full day at Yellowstone without smoke ruining everything. Uh, but then, of course, when we left there and drove into Montana, it, it came back and uh, followed us here to Seattle. But uh, where was I going with this thought? I don't think it matters. But anyway, yeah, that's... I mean, we knew we were fitting a lot in. Especially with, like, camping. But it was the first vacation the girlfriend had, like, been on in her, like... 15 years of living here, and like earlier than that even, I'm sure. Um, that wasn't like work-related or anything. And uh, we just wanted to try it out. Do I like camping? Do I like camping was another like question that came up. Ah, like on, on, on the surface of things? It's it. I don't see the appeal. I I don't see why anybody would make that the goal of their trip. It's like, do you want to get no sleep and be very uncomfortable and be in pain from being unable to sleep on this? flimsy air mattress on the ground in a cold and or hot tent and do you want to eat poorly heated unhealthy foods <laughs> that you had to choose based on their ability to not need refrigeration and do you want to deal with campfire smoke which uh, Again, that's like another thing. A lot of people like go camping just to have campfires. Like a lot of people on the West Coast here, campfires were banned because of the burn ban. But surprisingly in the Grand Canyon and Yellowstone and, and out east, they weren't. Which is strange because that was the place we most experienced all the uh, forest fire smoke. Um, but yeah, we just don't like that. We don't like that smell. We don't, And like people turn into idiots when they're around campfires and they're loud and annoying. Um, so yeah, we're not like, like, on, on, on the west coast here, like, there were, like, open camp, like, all the campgrounds were all, like, booked up, but there were, like, people who just, like, canceled because, like, well, if I can't have a campfire, then I'm not going camping. Like, that's, I guess, a, a vibe. Um, so yeah, we, we were very happy that there weren't campfires. <laughs> <laughs> like having to deal with smelling like that uh, up until the last half of the, the trip. Um, so yeah, on the surface, it just doesn't sound like a good idea. When you dig deeper, it's like, yeah, it's cheaper. The, the main purpose, I think, is to be able to like stay in the parks or near the parks, because like, going into Yosemite, we stayed outside the park, but we were able to get up so early. I mean, by we were able to get up, I mean the roosters on the farm we were staying at woke us up at 5 a.m. 
uh, and roll into the park before any of the crowds got in there, or alternately being at the Grand Canyon, being in the Grand Canyon already and just waking up and then going to do your hike or whatever. Like, that was nice. And that's a positive. But then again, a lot of these parks have cabins and, uh, like, hotels, which admittedly fill up very fast at the beginning of the season and are sometimes very expensive. So, yeah, it's a lot of give and take. It helps uh, to have experience to know how to prepare. Correct. And that was like, like I said, it, it's it's hard to judge this experience because it's the first time I've ever like done a camping trip and it was a 14 day trial by fire and there was a lot along the way that I'm like boy it sure would be nice if this was how we were doing it or if we had this but it's too late now <laughs> I'll just have to endure the next 10 days without that improvement that I think would make the experience better um, I mean, the first thing that I did do was uh, stop by a Walmart and got a uh, a water kettle because um, uh, the girlfriend was not as picky about where her coffee water gets boiled. And the first night we used just the saucepan that had previously been used to make dinner. Um, so I could taste the chicken and rice in my coffee. The girlfriend said I was crazy, but I'm not here to judge. <laughs> uh, I mean, I am here to judge the way my coffee tastes, but, uh, <laughs> so like that was, that was a marked improvement. <laughs> Coffee con pollo? No, that would be el en, en cafe or el cafe? Un, una cafe con pollo. De los muertos. Um, ooh, speaking of de los muertos. Um, but like also like having a bigger tent. Like this was a two-person tent. And I'm like 1.3% or I'm like 1.3% person's tall <laughs> according to this tent and like I did get rid of my sleeping pad my camping pad because it was like terrible that first time we tried it out and we instead brought like an actual legitimate air mattress um but even that was like just too it wasn't long enough it wasn't an extra long air mattress so like a long air mattress a bigger tent maybe even a tent that like I could stand up in or at least like sit up in <laughs> would be nice. Um, we, I mean, all in all, we we thankfully, I think thankfully, we didn't have any rain over fourteen nights. I usually sleep diagonally in my tent. That's difficult when you're sharing it with another person. Um, so yeah, we had no rain, which was pretty good. For a camp camping trip like I, I started to think like what if we get to our campground and it's raining like how do you set up like I know the tent is waterproof once it's set up but how do you set everything up in the rain um, 
quickly. <laughs> so, like, that was a mild concern of mine, but it never came to fruition. Um, after the first few nights of camping, I decided that it would be better if we, or if I and we, wore earplugs just to deal with, like, the noise of other people or the wind or pine cones falling around you or strange animals and footprints. Um, but then my body was like, but now you can't hear anything. What if something terrible is coming? So I had a nice anxiety attack about that and then had to take out the earplugs and then didn't get any sleep because I was hearing everything. <laughs> so there's just, there's a lot, there's a lot of, lot of kinks to iron out if I am to go camping again. Um, I mean, it would be nice, honest, like it, the, the, the setup and the teardown. I, 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 I most enjoyed the experience in the Grand Canyon because we set up and we stayed there for two days. And we got up and we did our hike into the Grand Canyon very early and we got back by like before noon. So like the rest of the day, um, I just sat in my chair, my reclining foldable chair and under the trees at the rim of the Grand Canyon. Like, that was enjoyable. I brought books, but as you know, I don't read, so I didn't read any of the books I brought, so that was a, a useful waste of space. Um, half the fun in camping is finding out what to improve for the next time. Right, the, the detail-oriented, uh, like, organization brain like wants to be like we need more bins we had one bin for like the camping and sleeping stuff another bin for the 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 the, the cooking stuff uh, another bin for towels and and, and 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 blankets and things and i'm like we should have another bin for our clothes because like we just brought i just we brought like uh, uh, suitcases which are dumb <laughs> to have when camping um, like I should just have a, a, a bin, a plastic tote for, for our clothes, just so you can just open them up and take them out and stack them and... I, I bought bins that fit in the, the back of my Subaru XV Crosstrek with symmetrical all-wheel drive. Let's go to sleep. And awakeness. Did you do laundry a few times? No! See, I knew that wasn't going to be possible given the time crunch and how much we were doing. We weren't going to be able to stop somewhere for two hours to wash and dry clothes. The girlfriend was more optimistic and brought much fewer clothing <laughs> options. Um, like, I knew I was going to be like wearing shirts and pants and all other sorts of things like multiple days in a row. Uh, but she was like, I only brought this many things because we'll be able to do laundry. We were never able to do laundry. Uh, she at one point did take her clothes into the shower with her to do laundry <laughs> and then hung them up overnight. Um, no, I got like the clothes and stuff was not a problem for me. I did laundry in Yellowstone at the main lodge in the park. Right, but how long did that take you? You gotta sit there with your laundry. That's time that you're not smelling rotten eggs while watching geysers explode. That's time that you're not 
waiting in line to get a parking spot at the the, the grand prismatic pool pond, whatever it's called. So, yeah. I, I do feel if, like, ideally, like, I don't, that's another thing. We brought, I feel like we brought a lot, and certainly, like, when I was packing, the girlfriend was like, you're bringing a lot. Um, but then you're next to people who brought two-bedroom condos on wheels with them. <laughs> and I'm like, we didn't bring a lot. Like, that. that's a semi-truck that these people brought with towing behind a PT Cruiser so that it, they could, like, drive on normal roads like normal people. Um, I guess that I don't get the point of. That, to me, is, like, too much. I'm not here to judge, but I will. Um, so yeah, I feel like a good medium. Like, we saw a bunch of, like, really neat, like, teardrop, tear, like, tow behind teardrop trailers. I'm like, that would be neat. I don't like trailers. You know, much like Cone doesn't want, like, a trailer. He, he wants a ramp truck. Um, he has a ramp truck. I, I also am, like, kind of squidgy about trailers. Kind of... Kind of, uh hinders your mobility a bit. I do feel like a, a, a pickup truck style camper. Like I just need a bed, is basically. If I could cut out the sleeping on the ground in a flimsy nylon tent, ripe for the bear murder, um... You know, I was, like, worried about, like, a branch falling and, like, crushing me in my sleep, too. Like, that was a fear that was very rational and, and earned in my brain. Um, but, like, I just need a bed to sleep on that I don't need to inflate and deflate every night and morning. And that is, like, there and I don't, I don't need a kitchen. Like, the kitchen situation was fine. We just had one of those stove Coleman stovetop things uh, with little tiny propane bottles. Uh, that was that 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 worked. <laughs> I'll say that much. Uh, a lot of wieners, uh, one set of beans, some 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 canned chicken and rice. It, it heats up water. Um, I suppose the only, like, quote-unquote luxury that would be convenient would be some sort of refrigerator. Just because we did have a cooler, but, like, we had to buy ice every day. And, like, by the sixth day, I'm like, I don't know if this lunch meat is any good anymore. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if I can trust this. Um, and also, like, everything is now wet and underwater. Um, ah, careful, Wolfie. But I don't, I don't know how possible that is, like, without a generator. Like, that's another thing with those huge campers and stuff. They're always running generators and stuff. Um, so, yeah, just a bit. Like, I don't need a toilet or a bathroom. All these campgrounds have bathrooms, even if some of them are just the smelly holes in the ground. Pit toilets. Um, other ones are actually quite decent and nice. Um, 
So yeah, like that's all I want. And it like still to be small enough. Like I I know now why people take their wagons or their their SUVs and they build with a bunch of plywood custom camping sleeping rigs um because it it helps to have the mobility of like a regular sized car and not like a huge armada of you know <laughs> three axled vehicles um but also just to have like a place to sleep but i also don't feel like sleeping in a car is feasible you got humidity and air circulation problems when it comes to that i don't know i don't know uh so yeah that's my thoughts that, that that's my thoughts am i going to do it again N not soon <laughs> not soon thank you uh but when and if we do it again it would be based on lessons learned and hopefully more comfort and less picking up and moving around and picking up and moving around um big the big the big losers of the trip the aeropress aeropress coffee makers i don't i did i i i bought into the hype but i did not experience anything positive from it perhaps it's because i was initially turned off by my chicken coffee <laughs> Perhaps a little bit dainted. Um, like also, we probably should have brought some beans that we were familiar with. We just stopped in a place in Salem, Oregon, and we're like, let's try this coffee roaster. And I don't think they were very good. Um, you're gonna lose that Aerospace kind of sponsorship if you're not careful. It's just I I don't like espresso. I don't like Americanos. Uh, like a lot of these little. Um, espresso stands on the west coast for those of you who don't know everywhere every like five on every block little drive-through espresso stands all they do is espresso and espresso drinks none of them do drip coffee so if i were to want like an actual coffee i would have to get an americano that's what an aeropress makes is it makes a little minuscule drip of like concentrated coffee and then you have to fill it with hot water I can tell. I can tell it's not normal. I can I can tell it's like just diluted. Um You're not doing it right then. Oh. I was doing it right. I got the AeroPress Go because it's kind of the only one you can get nowadays, but it's also like the built for camping and being on the go. Um And like during the second half of the trip, I started doing the inverted version. Like, where you fill the coffee grounds and the water in when it's upside down. Because I found that it just all bleeds through the filter before you get a chance to press the arrow out of it. Um, like, that kind of helped, but it was still disappointing. So yeah, and I'm not... Like, the girlfriend is fine with instant coffee. I'm not. We, I mean, because of this, I did drink a lot less coffee, so I'm finding that I don't, like, I, I, I might have, like, been able to slowly reduce, like, I used to drink, like, three cups um, every morning, but now, like, I had two this morning, and I'm like, that's too much. 
Those two-part metal percolator ones make good camp coffee. You know, the, that's the only coffee maker the girlfriend had before I moved in, <laughs> before I civilized her, and uh, that was all right. I don't know. I mean, that would probably work on the stovetop thing, the Coleman stovetop thing. So that might have been an option. Like that, I could deal with. That felt better than the arrow press. Um, but anyway, that's that's a big miss. Uh, Yellowstone. A big miss. I mean, the geysers and the pools and the bubbling mud and uh, uh, hydrothermic situations were interesting, but as a whole, Yellowstone was kind of disappointing. I think I'm just more impressed by, like, vast scenes, which, like, it, it made me appreciate where I live in the Seattle area, because it's like, we got better forests and mountains <laughs> as, <laughs> uh, around here than what we were seeing around Yellowstone. I mean, we don't got bison, sure, but yeah, Yellowstone is also huge. We saw a lot of it. I feel like we saw a lot for only having one full day there. Um, we did the whole, like, center loop, I guess you could call it. Um, but yeah, we definitely didn't see all of Yellowstone. I feel like that's impossible to do. Like, unless you stand there for like two weeks. Uh, let's make another bed. And extend this just a little bit. Because I'm not done, I'm not finished. Talking about stuff. awakeness. I think, honestly, that's probably another thing I didn't like about Yellowstone. Is how big it is, and therefore how far away everything is. Like, we stayed in the center of Yellowstone. Uh, the campground we were in. Which we didn't like the campground either. It was, there were no trees. It was all open and very crowded and packed, and you were like practically on top of each other, your neighbors and stuff. And somebody's car alarm kept going off. And if the bears didn't murder him, I was going to. Um, yeah, we were unimpressed by the campgrounds at Yellowstone. Um, but I mean, just like judging the park as a whole. Yeah, uh, we were also, that was day 12 of the 14 year journey. 14, did I say year? 14 day journey. Um, and we were very tired. At that point, the, the hike into the Grand Canyon had caught up with my muscles. And they were like, no more. We are done. We have left the building. We no longer provide any ambulatory services to your legs or body. Um, but like the most fun we had at Yellowstone were in like the small not popular, not crowded, you know, little geyser ponds and puddles and pools and things. Um, as opposed to like Old Faithful or that, that grand pool that we didn't see because it was too crowded. Um, so yeah, I, th I mean, having been to Yellowstone, I can say I've been there, I've seen it, and I don't know that I need to return. 
Yeah, I mean, there's like five different campgrounds at, officially within Yellowstone. Uh, the one we stayed at was the Bridge Bay campground? It was near the water in the middle. So, like in the reviews, it said it was popular with fishers and stuff. But it was the only one available. But then again, like, the other ones are located in the popular areas, so I can only see why they filled up first and why, if they would be even more crowded. But anyway, um, I mean, my favorite parts of the trip, if we can be positive for a minute. Positive? Kurt J. Mac being positive? Um... I did enjoy the Grand Canyon. I was a little bit... we went to the North Rim. The South Rim is the big popular crowded one. Um, I was a little bit worried that it like wouldn't... because the girlfriend had never been to either canyon that was Grand. Um, but no, it's, it's a good Grand Canyon experience. Like if you can swing the much more difficult drive and access point to the North Rim. I mean, also it's closed half the year because of snow, but I would definitely suggest the North Rim over the South Rim. Um, that campground was great. It was like right on the canyon, practically. What made the drive difficult? Well, it's not near anywhere. <laughs> it's like a five-hour drive from Las Vegas. Because there's no, like, big city to the north on the north side. The south side is more built up because it can be open year-round and it's also, like, right nearish Flagstaff and, and stuff like that. It's just, it's just less accessible, which is why it's less crowded. Um, I mean, it, once you make the turn to, like, take the one road to the north rim, it's like still another 50-minute drive through the, the forests and plains to actually get to the canyon itself. Um, which, again, that's why it's not... I mean, I don't think... I'm sure people do, but I don't think you could do it really as like a day visit. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed that. Uh, like that, though, my like the best moment was like that second night sunset. I posted some pictures. I mean, you saw some pictures, a few pictures on my stream. Uh, it was just a really good sunset behind the clouds and Raymond's traces everywhere. Ah, careful, Wolfie. I feel like that that like that would be that would be a campground if I were to camp again to go back to and spend three or four nights at. Um, I also like just the West Coast, the Redwoods. Uh, we both liked Crater Lake. We didn't, thankfully, like hike down. There was only one hike to like go down in like go into the lake. Um, we didn't end up doing that. Um, but we liked Crater Lake. Crater Lake 
is neat. But again, we only spent one night there, so it was kind of like we, we, we drove in after driving six hours from Seattle and drove around Crater Lake and then went to our campground, set everything up, went to sleep, tore everything down, and left. <laughs> um, yeah, I liked that. I don't know if I would do that again. I mean, it's very interesting. Like, it would be, it's a good driving road. Like, if you're not scared of accidentally driving into the crater and to your, you know, 900 foot plummet death. But, uh. uh but yeah, that was interesting. But even, like, the redwoods were cool. Yellowstone. I, I thought the opposite. Speaking of the Y words. I thought the opposite. I thought, like, Yosemite was going to be kind of boring and forgettable. And, like, Yellowstone was going to be, ooh, amazing volcanism and the caldera and whatnot. But it was the opposite. Yosemite was fantastic. Again, we got there super early, so we never had to wait in any lines or deal with fighting crowds. It did get crowded. Um, but they had a nice free bike share app service where we like rented bikes for a few hours and rode those around just because again like Yosemite is another one of those parks that's like so big that you really can't do it in a day um it was it was nice weather but it was like it was hot um and I would like to go back because I want to explore and I mentioned this during the slideshow slideshow that uh <laughs> I would like to go back and like explore the... I don't even know what it's called. If it's considered like the upper Yosemite or whatever. But there's the the valley, the popular part with all the big... El Capitan. El Capitan, by the way, translates to the Capitan. Um, you know, all those things. that the, the, the waterfall and stuff is all in the valley. But there's like a upper part that we had to drive through to get to the east side of the mountains. That was just a very interesting... I don't even know what it would be called. A, like, high-elevation, glaciated, taiga forest sort of thing. I, the Tolmenun Meadows? Is that what it's called? The Tolmenun Meadows? I'll take your word for it. Yeah, like, that was very interesting. I don't know what services or anything they have up there, but instead of just driving through, which was interesting enough, it'd be nice to like stop and actually like explore that geology and landscape and stuff. Um, Las Vegas, never need to go back ever again. <laughs> That's fine. Anywhere where they still allow smoking indoors is off the list forever and ever. Um, Grand Canyon was good. Um, that that Kodachrome Park. I'm giving away all my secrets. I should be keeping these places for myself. Uh, but that had like we we actually stayed up uh for a couple hours after sunset and watched the stars come out and the the, the Milky Way. It was a nice new moon and we saw a bunch of uh, satellites and. Shooting stars, as they're scientifically known. Um, and I was like woefully out of practice. I'm like, I don't, I don't know any of these constellations or what we're looking at. I was hoping that 
Andromeda would be up, but I don't think it is. I think that's more of a like winter thing in the northern hemisphere, isn't it? Or a like late night, early morning thing. Um, but like that was that was a neat campground, and it would be nice, I suppose, to explore Bryce and Zion some more, and that would probably be a decent like if you couldn't get camping in those parks, that would be a decent place to stay. Um, apparently, Crater Lake has like some of the darkest skies in the continental U.S. Like that that are left anymore. So that makes sense. Although we didn't stay up because we were too tired, but we really didn't check out the skies around Crater Lake. At least that's what it said on the brochure. Um, so yeah, I think that's without spending another five hours on it, and I could, uh, I think that's a good sum up of the trip. Um, don't, don't need to do that again, but perhaps some variation on the theme in the future or something like that. Any plans on doing a road trip eastward? It's just so, it's more, so much more difficult. <laughs> like, we're like, oh, this would be neat to do, but like on the east coast, neither of us have ever been like the east coast, the, 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 the mountains, <laughs> mountains, they call those mountains, uh, over there, <laughs> over there, or, or really anything, uh, over there. But it's like, well, then how do you do it? Like, you, gotta rent a car like you can't drive from here I mean you can drive from here to there but that it's too much there's a lot of driving this time that'd be too much um I mean I've, I I at one point I mean we considered even I my mom lives in I almost said I have a mom that lives in Colorado uh but no my mom lives in Colorado and I'm like well maybe we can swing by there during this trip but like even that would have like added 17 hours to the drive just because the whole extra further eastward uh, would be way too much uh, but I've like considered like oh that'd be neat to like drive out to where my mom is in Colorado to visit and then drive back um that'd be very similar to kind of what we did um but yeah there's that whole section between Colorado and the Atlantic Ocean. That's very boring. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. And I don't foresee a time in the coming many months where flying on an airplane thing is going to be anything I'm going to be not reluctant to do. Um, but yeah, thank you for hanging out anyway and like keeping my seat warm. What? Um, <laughs> and, and thank you very much to Twitch for allowing me to entertain my viewers and loyal subscribers with reruns that I had set up prior to leaving, of all the Far Lands or Bust Flabathon days from this previous February, so that I could keep active and engaged on the platform. Um, yeah, thank you, Twitch, 
for looking into that and making sure that didn't happen at all. Uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, farlandrobust.com. Remember, we're doing this thing for charity? That's where you can, uh, there or in the doobly-doo, the links below, you can donate to rise above the disorder. Charity we are supporting in this Season 9 of Farlands or Busts. My name is Kurt. Thank you so much for watching. I will see you next time. I'm not here to judge, but I will. <laughs>